Hey, everybody. It's us. Yay. Lorraine and Shimian. And we're back with another episode of Black Queer and... Dot, dot, dot. Everybody say Black Queer and... Dot, dot, dot. Hey, hey, say Black Queer and... Dot, dot, dot. Dot, 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 dot. Dot, 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 dot. That's great. That was cute. Yeah. I think that should be our thing. I feel like we've done that before, but that was like a remix. Yeah, that was the longest we've ever done that. <laughs> it was. I even put a clap to it. Do you like you that? You did. I did. I loved it. We should go on tour. Hey, let's do it. Um, <laughs> Just got really blank there. <laughs> that was funny. It was like, yeah, <laughs> silence. <laughs> been a long time. Oh my God. It's been a long time, but I thought you were going to say it's been a long day. I was about to be like, oh my God. It yeah, was. it has been a long day and it's been a long time since we've... We shouldn't have left you yeah. without a dope beat. You said it's been a long time and it made me think of Aaliyah. Yeah. Remember that song? Mm-hmm. It's a classic. I think of lyrics every time somebody says something. Uh, not every single time, but like just about every time. Yeah. It happens often for me. It does, but yours is usually... The butterfly, oh, that's old. No, that's, it's not usually that, Ray. It's you did only, that one a lot. Excuse me, I just burped. It's only when someone says something about the butterfly, which doesn't happen very often. I feel like it happens more it often than it should. It doesn't. I bring up other <laughs> lyrics all the time, not butterfly and Tootsie Roll. Would you say Tootsie? <laughs> that's what the name of the song is. <laughs> you Isn't said the Tootsie. Name? It's Tootsie. Tootsie That's roll. what I said. No, you said Tootsie. What <laughs> is a Tootsie anyway, roll? <laughs> can we move on, please? What is a Tootsie what, roll? The topic of the day. I don't even... So, uh, today's dot, dot, dot is uh, our long-ass day. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, for real, we have had <laughs> such a long day. Like, this is... Parenting oh at its gosh. finest, okay, yes. you guys. Like, let me just tell you: when you have a child or children, they don't care about your meetings, no, or trainings, <laughs> or any of that. No. And no. Uh, I mean, and this is we're, thank God Jasmine is okay, but like she was playing football at yeah, school she went today. To, yeah, Cindy, and that's not her name, but Cindy from Mill Valley called and she said, yeah. Um, it was not Cindy. I just want to call to let you know that Jasmine, you know, she's a tough kid, tough kid. <laughs> but during PE, she went to get the ball and she, you know, she, she hurt herself. And you know what? I want to tell you, I never heard Jasmine scream like that before. So here I am on the bus on the way to a training in the city that's been offered to organizations citywide, right? And Cindy, and that's not her name, is telling it's me about how name. Jasmine has injured herself and that she's never heard Jasmine scream like that and all that. So parenting doesn't stop for anything. Doesn't, well, I missed the call. Yes, and I, Cindy let me know. Well, here's the funny thing. Um, and I feel so bad about it. I keep my phone on silent because usually my watch alerts me, but my watch didn't let me know shit. And by the time I looked at my phone, you had called. Mm-hmm. That was your second time calling and you texted. And so I, I called you back and then mm-hmm. I looked at my phone and I had three missed messages from the school uh, with three yeah. 
voicemail messages and an email. Yeah, so this is the And thing then they too. called this me from a, Jasmine's phone. This from is Jasmine's a, this cell phone. Did I tell you that? No. But this is one of the things about queer parenting too, is how people on the outside see us. So I got one phone call. And then on the call, she said, so can you call Lorray? And Because <laughs> we've been trying to get a hold of her. And so that just gives you a little bit of perspective about what it's like to be a queer parent when you're not seen as the primary, right? And so she did, she seemed to know my schedule because she said, you know, I know that you're probably in the city right now working. <laughs> actually, <laughs> actually uh, I said, you're, you're right about that. And so she said, if you could just... You know, I've been trying to get a hold of Lorraine. If you could call her, maybe, maybe I'll send her an email and that'll help. Jasmine probably so, told them, but I do think it's queer parenting. But they used to do that in my family too, though. Like my dad would never pick me up, and he worked right next door <laughs> at the church. And my mom would be like, "Did you try calling her dad? Because he could walk right across the parking lot and just come and get her." Like yeah. literally, I think it's maybe right it's there. just tunnel. Like when they see on the paperwork one parent i guess i don't know i know that i'm listed there but you are you're listed as the second parent yeah but i think still there are assumptions that are made and so cindy she was very very nice and uh but she made it clear that that um i'm trying to eat my dinner sorry no, it's fine. It would have been fine if you hadn't meant, like, no one... Because part see. of me, I was going to say it anyway, because I felt like I could hear myself chewing. Yeah. Can't you usually hear your... Oh, you mean in the mic. In the mic, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Anyway, parenting, uh, children wait for no one for whatever they need. And it was fine. Yeah. I just felt really bad because I could not rush be and get reached. her right away. Like, yeah. And I couldn't And I reached. was on the bus in the city. I had to actually call her friend's babysitter who was at the school already to ask her to grab her and Mm -hmm. then bring her to me. And then I rushed to the emergency room to take her there. And, um, you know, now she's in a cast and or in a splint, which is actually, but it's still a, it's not a hard cast, but it's Mm -hmm. a hard cast in the back and a soft in the front, which means Mm -hmm. she can't get it wet. All that stuff, and which means she misses dance this week. She misses dance next week. Yeah. Is she still going to be able to... I don't know. I emailed okay. them, and they were like, no, not our Jasmine. Oh. And they were like, we just, you know, we we'll, we can't wait to have her back when she's... You know, yeah, because I think it's different if she's out for an injury. Yeah. Right, they don't want to leave the babies out because of stuff they can't control. Right. So, I don't know. Um, we'll see. But, I mean... It yeah. literally alters, you know, everything because that's what parenting is. Yeah, like, I don't know Cindy. if she can go to the birthday party this weekend because what's the point? She can't walk. She can't play, you know, like that um, kind of stuff. Like, and she's supposed to go to a sleepover. And I don't... Well, I think the sleepover might be f- to I, a certain degree. I think she'll want to be a part, but then she might be sad because she's there and she can't do stuff. But that's what I'm saying. Also... That puts extra burden on the parent who's throwing the sleep the the, right, to the try slumber to make party. It engaging for not just trying to make it engaging, but to make sure. Oh, can Jasmine get up the steps? Can Jasmine, you know, tell you know if kids are going outside to play, then it's like, oh well, Jasmine can't jump on the trampoline with you. You know what I mean? Like it's not their job. <laughs> Jasmine can't jump on the trampoline. <laughs> no, because they have a trampoline, and the the, yeah. the parties always end up outside on the trampoline. Yeah. And, yeah. 
that kind of thing. And so I just don't feel like it it's just anyone... gives you some indication about where we live, folks, <laughs> where we're talking about. Oh, Jasmine, jump on the trampoline. I just don't feel like it's anybody else's job to like it, how tonight, how I had to like help her to the bathroom. And I'm not, I'm not saying that like, oh, I had to help her to the bathroom, but I'm saying it is our job as parents to do that. Like it's not someone else's job to make sure that she can get to the bathroom or that she can take off her shorts because she couldn't even get her shorts off. Things like that. Like, it's not... Yeah, anyway. So, all that shit. I'm glad she's okay. Yeah, of course. I'm definitely glad she's okay. Um, because, you know, that shit hurts. And she was... I, when I say, when they called and I could hear her in the background, it was like... <laughs> like... Yeah, I don't know. Never heard Jasmine cry like that. Yeah, what was interesting is that when Cindy, um, the the artist formerly known as, called me, Jasmine was completely quiet, and I asked you how's she doing. She said, "Oh, she's fine. She's here with ice." And then ten minutes later, when Mom calls, she's wailing. You know. Well. Oh yeah, eat that sushi. I know it's so good. Oh. Girl. Oh <laughs> oh, wow. It's delicious. Um, excuse me, y'all. Well, but when I talked to them, they said she's been crying. She was quiet when I called because she was in the background. And I said, so how is she doing, Cindy? And then Stop she said... Stop calling that woman Cindy. No, I'm trying to... Can you not comment every time I say her name? I'm trying not to reveal people's real names, but literally like you're doing it on purpose. No, but literally every time I say Cindy, you have comment. You have a comment about it. I can comment. No, I'm not saying you can't comment. I'm just saying I'm trying to purposely conceal her name. And she so listening to this podcast. If you could just roll with it and not comment every time Ooh, I say Cindy. I hit my hand. I'm rolling. Go ahead. Keep okay. rolling, sis. So when Cindy was talking to me and I asked, how is Jasmine doing? Uh, she said, she's doing fine. You know, and then I heard, I heard Cindy in the background. No, I heard Jasmine in the background and she was like, yeah, no. Like, but she wasn't crying at all. So in any event, that well, was. When they called me, they were like, even in the messages, they were like. We've never heard her cry like, <laughs> and they were speaking over her because she was like, <laughs> I mean, it was a lot. Even when I felt bad, Jacqueline picking her up. Um, oh, this is Jasmine. I'm gonna have to call her back. Um, Jacqueline was picking her up, and I felt bad. I'm like, she has, she's has my child right now, and Jasmine is. She's trying to help her get in the car, and she's hollering. It was like, Lord. Anyway, so anyway, uh, what did we say we were going to talk about? Oh. Letting go. Oh. Yes, letting go. Mm-hmm. But I was going to talk about, um, I'm doing this uh, healthy weight class through Kaiser, and um, I had, the tonight was the second class, and there's supposed to be two hours 6 30 to 8 30 which is crazy because I don't get off of work till six but today I had to get off early because um, I had to take Jasmine to the emergency room um but I and I wasn't gonna go tonight but I I felt like begrudgingly I, I went 
But you saw me when I was going out the door. I said like five times, I don't really want to go. Yeah. But I knew that like I needed to go. Um, but tonight we talked about mindful eating. Oh, did you hear that? Gosh, my, yes. my throat. <laughs> did you lean forward? Yes. Because um, you told me to speak directly into the No, mic. but it was funny because I said, did you hear that? And you said, Yes. And then you backed up. It was funny. Anyway, um, my throat burped, guys. Sorry. It, it does that a lot when I'm recording. But we talked about mindful eating. And the class was really good, but because it's so long, I was falling asleep. Um, but I noticed that as outspoken as I can be, a lot of people don't know, like, in certain um, situations, like, it's easy for me to shut down and I'm listening but like I get kind of shy and I get kind of in my own head. And mm-hmm. so like this situation where if it were something I wanted to talk about, I probably would have been like, you know, really outgoing. Um, but it, it's this kind of situation where I know I'm there because my weight is an issue and I'm trying to lose weight. And so it wasn't and, and it wasn't comfortable to me. And it, I guess it should be because I'm amongst people who are there for the same reason. Um, but I'm the only black person. And so the instructor happens to be black and she's really nice. Um, but it's funny because she was going around and everybody had uh, name tags and I came in late, so I didn't have a name tag. And she said, I don't remember everyone's name. So, you know, when I get to you, um, if you don't have a name tag, just go ahead and say your name. And then she looked at me and she said, I remember your name is Lorraine. <laughs> and I'm like thinking to myself, of course you do, because yeah. I'm the only black person in was, here. Yeah. Um, Shout out to you. Enough. Right. That yeah. was like, a, I see you, sis. Okay. Yeah. Um, but a lot of the the class, I keep my head down. And she even made a comment today. She said, I'm going to ask, you know, some, some questions she asked. And she said, I'm going to choose random people at random. And then the last person she chose was me. And she said, the reason I chose you is because I saw that look on your face like you didn't want to be chosen. And I said, yeah, I was trying not to look at you. And so the last two um, classes, um, (laughs) the last two classes, um, I haven't really said much. And even though I've been taking in the information, I just, I've, it doesn't, I know why I'm there and I know it's a good reason. It just doesn't feel that great to be there. Why not? I I don't know. Like when we were talking about the mindful eating today, um, oh, another throat burp. Sorry, guys. We were talking about um, triggers and like what triggers people to overeat and, um, we talked about like stress or, you know, breakups can be triggers. And then what is your go-to? Like, what do you go to when you overeat? Because a lot of people, they don't, she was being funny, but she was right. Like when people overeat, they don't overeat on vegetables, you know, (laughs) like they don't go and say, I'm going to eat five pounds of salad. Like it's usually something that's not healthy. And, um, I couldn't really, like, I knew it was, like, stress, but I'm, like, a overeater and then a undereater. So, like, when I'm stressed, there's there's no middle ground. It's just I eat, I overeat, or I don't eat at all. Does that make sense? It makes perfect sense to me because I witness it. 
Oh, okay. Um, what you didn't? Were you asking me the question? No, Why'd you I say, am asking. Oh, you. I, I don't know. know. I wasn't expecting you to answer that way. No, but it's mean? not. Yes, but it's, I, I'm saying I am a witness to what you're saying. Thank you. I'm a witness. Okay. So yes. So it's just interesting to me though because I it's one of those things where you know certain issues you know you have and like with food I I know I've always had issues with food. Um, but I never sat down and said, okay, what are my triggers and what? And so that's part of the like uncomfortability. Is that a word? Uh, I think so. Yeah. That's part of me being yeah. uncomfortable in this class yeah. is because I have to sit down and write things out and think about like, what are the triggers and, you know, how does it make me feel? It's like another form of therapy, really. And and one thing that I don't ever really like to talk about is like the issues I have with food. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And so this is like forcing me to um, look at those issues. The only thing it doesn't do, and maybe it will in the coming weeks, I don't know. But the only thing it doesn't do is like um, look at look at like what is deeper, like what is underneath that. Does that make sense? Like, yeah. why does it hurt you this much? Or why did the breakup hurt so bad? Or I don't know. Um, so anyway, that's kind of like, that's what I was doing tonight. And I'm just hoping that I stick with it because I know that it will be beneficial. Like, even since last week, I already lost like three pounds. Yay! And some of it is because of the logging. Like you have to log your food, and it it's you look great. I lost three pounds, Shemian. But not I think that you're serious. beautiful either way. Thank you. Thanks. You're welcome. Um, and so I don't know. It's it's something. I'm. We'll see in the the weeks ahead. Like I'm supposed to. I already got an email for this. There's a healthy weight too. Um. And I'm supposed to go to the orientation tomorrow. It doesn't start till after this class ends in four weeks. But um, if I don't do the orientation tomorrow to start the class in December, then I have to wait until like February or something. I don't know, something like that. So, I mean, I know it's beneficial. It's just, it's like one of those things where you have to confront issues and you have to deal with them, and then you have to learn to let go of certain things. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. It does. Anyway. Oh, and so that kind of brings us back to the kind of the bigger theme of what we're talking about tonight. The yeah, the theme is not my weight or my healthy No, weight no, class. but it's all <laughs> relevant because you sharing... Your journey, I think, is an important component. Like, it's not easy, right, that we all have stuff. And then in the midst of this stuff, we realize, oh, maybe letting go might be helpful. I mean, mm-hmm. there's some things that I'm learning, too, as I find myself like just the turtle shell that I've lived in for so many years. It's like, I'm in it less and less often mm-hmm. because of the work that I do, because of ministry. And I'm not trying to say that like, oh, yeah, I'm out and traveling the world. And I'm not be. saying it like that. I'm just saying for my small world, Shemian's world, it's just become 
more expansive and I'm out in front of people more than I'm just like by myself. Mm -hmm. And what I'm starting to realize through my struggle is that letting go is really, really important that God has really, really got this. And me stressing and worrying, like I, I really feel like I would be unhealthy if I really thought about the ways in which my life is changing. Like if I thought about every time I have to speak in front of, in front of somebody, every time I have to write something, I would be really stressed and I'm learning. If I just breathe, I do what I can do, God really will take care of the rest. Absolutely. But it's a, it's a journey. I mean, it's not. This is something I'm talking to myself about. Talking to yourself about like on a daily basis? Yes. Or? When I get anxious because I get anxious about things. And I literally will say, maybe not out loud if I'm walking, I'll say something in my mind like, just remember, you know, let go. God's got this. You don't have to worry about things. Things are okay. So it's not like it's instant. Mm-hmm. It's a process for me. Yeah. That's one thing that I had to, that I wrote down in our healthy weight um, books. Mm-hmm. There's like a, not journaling area, but like after every week it says like, what did you learn today? And last week what I wrote was, um, I wrote like something like it takes time, mm-hmm. like slow down, mm-hmm. it takes time. Or basically like reminding myself that, that um, like good results yeah. Are um how are worth the wait. Like and it's gonna take time. Um and so I can't I can't like trip on instant I, I guess instant gratification. Mm-hmm. Um and if I really want like the weight to come off and stay off, then I need to pace myself. Mm. And sometimes um in situations like this, whether it's weight or anything else, like I try and take shortcuts to get to where I'm going faster, but then the things don't stick, mm. you know? Yeah. And so, um, I mean, I mean in different areas of my life. And so I'm trying to learn how to um, stop worrying about shortcuts and worry about the, you know, like the end result. But like, what am I trying to say? Um how great the end result will be if I let the course, oh, let it run its course. Yeah. But do yeah. the work. Because uh-huh. sometimes we don't want to do the work. It's just no, like... We just want to get there. Yeah, we just want to get there. And so... Um, and I, I don't necessarily want to do the work. I do want to just get there. <laughs> Me too. Like, let's be honest. I do want to yeah. just get there. That means wait, you know, with school. Like, yeah. I just want to be done with school, but I have to do the work, right? Yeah, right. I want to lose this weight, but I have to do the work. Yeah. And so um, it, it, all, it all relates. It does. Like, every time I'm in front of uh, a group of people, training is what I do for a living. I'm nervous and I'm, I always have this like inner dialogue beforehand, sometimes days beforehand, which adds to my anxiety. And so when things are strung together, I can be really, really anxious, which is why I was talking about letting go. But I realize it is it is a process that the more that I do it, the better I will be. I can't just jump to, oh yeah, I got this. I have to go through those nervous moments. I have to go through those moments of uncertainty. I have to go through those moment, moments 
when technology isn't working right. Mm -hmm. So I can see myself. I can see what abilities I have when things get tough. There's no way I would know that if I skipped everything and just went right to the... Yeah. But sometimes I want to do that because it's not comfortable. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think that... When I'm growing. Letting go of... Because letting go could it could mean a lot of things like, yeah. in a lot of areas of our lives. Do you think that um, like letting go and anxiety go hand in hand? Um, I do. Yeah, for me, I do to a certain degree. Someone told me that for them, they realize they've been speaking for a long time that it makes sense to be a little nervous because you want to do your best. But mm-hmm. I think the level of anxiety that I have sometimes isn't necessary. Mm-hmm. And so I do think they go hand in hand for me. That That's why I said I've been having a lot of inner dialogue about you know, just saying to myself, God's got this, I'm okay. And then I breathe and I feel fine and the anxiety comes back and then I have to do it again, right? But I realize the more and more I do trainings and the more I'm able to see myself when I'm actually training, Mm -hmm. I'm like, oh yeah, I'm good. Like this is, I'm fine. What's the worst that could happen? Mm Because sometimes I think that's where my mind goes, right? Yeah. And when the worst happens, like, like things don't work out or someone says something out of whack, then there is a response. Like there's always something that comes on the heels of that. There's never, it's not like the world ends, you know? And so, yes, I do think that it goes hand in hand and which is why I've been trying to really, really put some emphasis on letting go because in the letting go, I'm able to see more of who I am. Mm -hmm. I'm able to see more of the, of the ways in which a greater power is at work. When I let go, I can see it more. Yeah. You know? What's the biggest thing you've ever had to let go? And I mean, like, emotionally, spiritually, physically, like, people, um, like, it could be thoughts about yourself or, you know, oh. places you used to go. or Yeah, I think the biggest thing... Uh, that I've had to let go of were my biological parents Mm -hmm. and the thought that I was unlovable. Mm. Those are the biggest things that I had to let go of. And when I did the work, it wasn't just like, I was like, oh, I let go of these things and I'm great. I had to do work behind it. Mm -hmm. Then I'm now the healthiest person that I've ever been. But those were the biggest things. Mm. What about you? Um, I... I don't know if I have just one. <laughs> well, I had a couple. <laughs> I think uh, one of the biggest things, oh gosh. So I have been, not been known to, I shouldn't say that, but I've been in some really like fucked up relationships. Um, and I allowed myself to be in fucked up relationships because most of them with men because I did not want people to know that I was gay. Mm-hmm. Um, but even though I knew that um, a part of me knew that there was nothing wrong with me, the other part of me felt like, well, maybe there is something wrong with me because I'm not supposed to be gay. I kind of put that to the side and I started to realize that I had to let go of... Um, the fact that like there was 
not only was there nothing wrong with me, but kind of like how you said you like you thought you were unlovable, mm-hmm. that I was lovable, that I was lovable, mm-hmm. and that I have the ability to love, no yeah. matter what gender, no matter who the person is. Like if I, if they are worthy of my love and affection, then um, I have that ability to love because I felt like I was tainted. Like I felt like something mm-hmm. was literally wrong with me and everything that I touched crumbled. Mm-hmm. I honestly felt like that. Um, and I, I, I don't think that it was any one person's fault. Like those who were abusive, they were fucked up. Yeah. I did not deserve any of that. No. no one deserves to be hurt physically or emotionally or mm-hmm. mentally. Yep. Um, I just know there were situations I put myself in um, when I did not want to be with someone. Mm. I felt like I had to be. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, and so it was because I felt like, um, well, who else is going to love me or who else is going to, you know, I don't know who else is, is going to um, see me or value me. And I was a pretty dope person. You know what I mean? So yeah. I, it it's just really, it's interesting to me when people, when we see people who look like they have it all together or like, because there's Instagram and shit now. So people look at pictures and they're like, oh, they got it together. Like literally mm-hmm. that was me. And no one knew that I was just like dying on the inside or that mm-hmm. I was just so filled with drugs because I was trying to hide and mask the hurt and the pain that I was feeling yeah. from not loving myself and not feeling like I was able to be loved. And so that's where a lot of like even my food issues come from is because I could not let go of this feeling of um, no one's going to love me because of, you know, me being uh, queer or for, um, I don't know, for any of the shit that I've done in my past. Like, I felt like no one's going to see past that and no one's going to love me. And I could not let that go. Mm-hmm. So anytime there was an issue in a relationship, anytime there was an issue in a relationship, I felt like, well, this is what I deserve. Yeah. And it it was, I just there. could not let it go. Mm-hmm. And... um yeah. So, yeah. It's just funny. You know how, like, when there's... You asked me one question, and my one answer, from that one answer, I started, like, thinking of all these different things that, like, were related yeah. to that answer or even to that question. It's very interesting how life works that way. Yeah. You know, like, that's what I meant connected. by this this healthy weight class. Like, it's bringing out all of these other things that I'm like... Oh my God, you know, I didn't realize, I knew I had these issues, but I did not realize that they were related Mm -hmm. and that, you know, maybe I was trying to let go of too many things at once when it's like, you need to deal with, you know, the root of the issue because the root of the issue, um, feels like sometimes is the cause of all of the shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> just is. 10 problems. It's one problem. Right, one and core. these 10 things are sprouting right. from, from this it. one yeah. core problem. Yeah. So I think you're right. How do we let go of shit? How do we let go of breakups? And, you know, I'm not even going to say anxiety because I feel like um, 
anxiety is something that we learn how to deal with, right? Yeah. Um, it's not yeah. the same as like a breakup. A breakup yeah. is a breakup. Right. Anxiety Break, is breakup something is that just we, painful. Yeah. Yes. I think that for me, what I'm discovering is self worth mm-hmm. and knowing that I'm fierce. Right. What I realize is that I still have. There's a part of me that goes, mm, really me. Like even today, when I was taking uh, the bus home, I usually take one route, and it's right near my job, which is close to the Tenderloin. It's not very, very close, uh, but it's on the outskirts. The people that ride that bus, they stop in Marin. You know, they're they're folks. I feel like I can really. There's an energy in the space, right? But today. The fastest route to get home was Financial District in San Francisco. Now, I don't know if you've been down there before. That's where all the folks who make six figures and they're walking around with their Louis Vuitton bags and their suits and all of that. Do you know, sometimes I avoid going down there. I just feel awkward waiting for the bus down there. And I had to tell myself today, what is your problem, right? That that somehow you don't think you're worth hmm. even being in that area. Now this is coming off of the heels of a training where people are like, oh my God, you're amazing. And this is, oh, you've done such a great job. And I'm not saying that to to uh, talk about my ego. I'm saying this to paint a picture that I can come on the heels of being celebrated and then say to myself, okay, where is, is there another route home? Because I don't want to go there. Right. So as I was standing there writing for the bus with all these folks that don't look like me, right, I thought to myself, wait a minute, I deserve to be in any space at any time. And so I think what you're saying about self-worth, what I'm saying in response to what you asked, I think self-worth has to do with that. And so I'm being honest in saying that I do think that I'm pretty fly, but I feel like there's another level of fierceness that I'm being asked to go and there's some hesitation, like, oh, maybe not me. And I need that release Mm -hmm. as part of me saying like, I'm fierce. I got this. Let's go. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I feel like that would help with the anxiety. That would help with, um, you know, some of the other struggles that I have around different things. And so yeah. for me, I think that's what it is. Now, I want folks to be clear. I do think I'm pretty fly because sometimes people feel like they want to give you anecdotal responses like, Shamian, you know what? You're just beautiful. And I appreciate all of that. <laughs> but I'm just being honest and saying that I know that there's another level for Shamian to go to. Yep. And uh, I'll get there. And you are fly. And I, I believe that you are, you are knowing it more and more. I am. These yeah. days, you know, since mama started picking off your clothes and shit. Oh, uh, here we go. Um, <laughs> here we go. <laughs> My sweater vests were pretty fly. No, they were not. They were. Your fat farm and rockaway. I did not wear either <laughs> of those. Echo red. <laughs> okay. I'm glad that you're finding some. You energy. were. You were wearing those things, but it's I cool. was not. I never for the What were those the shoes that you liked? What were those shoes that you liked? The, excuse me. In the words of Claire Huxtable, let their record show. <laughs> I never wore yes, Felicia fat form. I never wore the second thing you said, Rocco wear. I did oh, have wear. one shirt, one Echo no, shirt. Yes, you did. And, and but once, what were those shoes? Excuse me. And then once I told Ray what the brand was, and she laughed heartily. Like I'm telling you, she guffawed. It wasn't even like I a did what? guffawed. What is that? That's like a really really hearty laugh where you I'm, go. <laughs> That's a guffaw. I've right? never heard that word before. She guffawed when I told her, and I guffawed. threw away 
uh, the shirt after that. And, and what that were the it. shoes that you used to wear? Those <laughs> Nikes? I had Nikes. No, no, what no. Shoes? Those ones that look like. <laughs> that's why you're laughing no, so I, hard. I'm laughing because you're laughing. I have no idea. <laughs> they look like boots, but they They're, were like. Shoes. I still have them in the closet. Excuse me. <laughs> you do? The black ones? Wait, what are they? Bimbalins or something? I don't know. <laughs> But they're good for a rainy no, weather. Those, yeah, I don't like those. But you had some brown shoes that were sort of oh, like that. And they yeah. were like, they weren't Skecher. <laughs> Can you stop? How did we get on my wardrobe? Wait, what were they? Because I said since mom has been picking I d- out your clothes. I don't know. I'm not really big on name brands. You know what's but- funny, Shamian? You say that or like you try and make it seem like, oh, it's not a big deal. And now that like you really like the clothes that you're wearing, you're like, the way that it's so funny watching you pick out your clothes in the morning because you're like that kid on the first day of school who's like you stand back and you look and you're like how do you know that okay because i what are you talking about i you're watch not, you sometimes oh when you're in the bed okay yes yeah i know usually I by the to, time i get dressed you're you're out of the room though yes but i i am in there some days and you oh. stand back, and sometimes you even pull out your phone and like you try and. Okay, let's not. Okay, no, I think it's dope because you're putting everybody. in an effort. I don't like do you're that putting anymore. in an effort, which Wait, is yes, funny because look at me every day. Like I wear my childcare get up gear, and so then when people and see nanny. me on the weekends, nanny they're like, up. "You're fly." They're like, "Oh, she's so fly," and I'm like, "If they could only see me Monday through Friday, I look fucking crazy." You don't look crazy, but you look like you're going Shemian, to work. You don't look did crazy. Did you see the way I took Jasmine to the emergency room today? No. People were looking at me. I had on those pink Crocs, and I had on those fluorescent colored striped socks, and I had on some shorts <laughs> <laughs> and a black hoodie and okay. this shirt well. under it. And it was one of those things where I was like, I wasn't planning on going to nobody's emergency room today. But now I look like <laughs> well, here we are, somebody's folks. crazy ass auntie. So I don't know. So yeah, let it go. I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. But <coughs> you said on one thing that that um, it kind of made me chuckle a little bit. But I I was like I do that all the time when you said you kind of pep talk to yourself mm-hmm. or talk to yourself. Yeah, I. I was chuckling because I don't talk quietly to myself. Sometimes I have to remind myself that like, oh, you're talking out loud. I I talk to myself all the time because I, I feel like that. I have to process it like and I have to hear it in order to process, you know, what yeah. I'm talking about or what I'm going through, or what I'm dealing with or yeah, like I those pep talks. I have to myself. hear it. Yeah, I do that when I'm by myself. But not sometimes when I'm I forget people. that I'm around people. But Jasmine has been a good reminder because she she'll she used to say to me, you know, she made you talk to yourself a lot, or <laughs> I've noticed you're talking to yourself, and so she's she made me more aware of the fact that I was talking to myself all the time, and so she I don't does it do too. It. I don't do it. Yes, she does because there's a. One time recently where she said something, I said, are you talking to me? She said, oh, no, did I say that out loud? <laughs> it was really funny. And it was something really odd, like 
spaghetti. Like it was one <laughs> word and it made no sense. I didn't ask her for more information, but it was just really strange. Like I used to garlic. Think it was Maybe it was garlic. Cute I think. When she'd be in her room and she'd be playing. Oh, and then she'd be talking. Yeah. She'd and she'd, dolls. I used yeah, to do that. But she doesn't play with the dolls anymore. She got no. rid of them. But it was like. Some of, yeah. No, she got rid of all of them. All of them. Oh, well, there you have it. Yeah. Even the one I got, that one that I won for her. Why are you looking at me like that? That's a stuffed animal. I'm talking about oh. dolls. Oh. Like the little chocolatey brown dolls that she has. Oh, yeah. I noticed she that. She has all the stuffed animals. Out. Yeah. I think there's maybe one doll left. Is it the doll from Africa? No. That looks like she's from Africa. Oh, I was no. hoping. I think that, that was like a wishful thought. No, it was the doll was that it, she Becky? got from her. She doesn't have any white dolls. Oh. It was a doll that she got from her um, brother and sister, I think. Oh, okay. Something yeah. like that. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. Um, um, <laughs> this has been an interesting What were we episode? talking about again? We've been all no, we were talking place. about anxiety and letting things letting go. go. That's and right. It started with my... My healthy weight class. Yes, you're doing because I'm having job. like anxiety sitting in that class. Yeah, I, I am. It's I'm a happy lot. that you're going. I'm proud of you. Thank you. Wait, remember how I said last week? She said it's a full class, but next week it's going to dwindle down. Out. Oh, we were in a whole different room. Like it's like half the class that it was. So I'm assuming by the end of the six weeks, it'll, it'll be, be two you. of us. <laughs> It'd be you and somebody And it else. might not be me. Who knows? It might, I'm just kidding. I'm gonna stick with it. Good job, Ray. Yay. Get that weight off. Woo. woo, woo. woo. All right. Just, and you're still beautiful, just the way I love you. I do believe I'm beautiful. I just don't feel like I used to feel good at different times Yeah, with weight. And I've been up and down. I've been really thin, and I've been bigger than I am now, and I've been everything in between. And at some points, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I look great. And now, especially because I'm getting older and like my back hurts and my knees hurt, oh my God. I'm just we not comfortable yeah. anymore. Yeah. And But it's like one of the things that I have to let go of mm-hmm. is the idea of like, I'm, I have a gym membership, but it's like, this idea of like, are people looking at me in the mm-hmm. gym because yeah. I'm I'm big, or um, this idea of like, even just walking through a mall or what you know, like, or eating out. Sometimes it's like this idea of like, are people looking people, at me yeah, eating because um, are they judging me because I'm big? I have to let those things go, and there's so many areas in life where I'm I don't give a fuck. Yeah, me too. And and <laughs> I have to not give a fuck in those areas, and just worry about me and my health, and like not care. I have to eat, so I should not care what people think about when you're me eating, when I'm eating. When you're getting sustenance for right. your body, because yeah. I I have to eat, and yeah. I do have to think about what I'm putting into my body, but. Who gives a fuck what other people think? Because they're not paying for my food or paying my rent. Like, yeah. it doesn't matter. They're not, yeah. I'm not living for them. Right. And so, Even though it can still be hard, you know? Yes. And I think there's some value in that. I think sometimes, like, when we talk about things like this, people want to be quick to just go to, you know what? Who cares? You're grown and you're, you know? And it's like, I think we all have struggle. Mm-hmm. And I think there's some value in just acknowledging we don't have it all together. Like, it's okay. Right. We're working towards some things, 
but we ain't got it all together and that's all right. You know what right, I mean? Like, right. So as you're talking about like, yeah, you know, who should give a fuck? If you do, that's okay too. Like you're working right. towards it. You know you shouldn't. You do a little bit and we're working towards We're human beings. You Absolutely. Know? But somebody, one of the saints is going to come to you and say, you know what, baby? You need to let that And go. I know that they, they think that that's being sweet, but like, and it is, but sometimes it's like, it's more it's to the letting go. You yeah. know what I mean? It's yeah. it's the work and I it takes yes. work to let it go. It does. And I want to be able to let things go and be mentally well yes. about it. Ooh, you know what I mean? I like I want to feel good about letting yes. it go, not love feel that. not let it go and then feel like I'm still carrying shit with me. Yes. Because I then that means that. I haven't let it go. Like I want to mentally feel good mm-hmm. about it, not just physically feel good about it. Like in my head, I want to be like, "Yeah, rock that shit." Yep, I hear you. And so you know, I love the compliments, but sometimes it's not a compliment. Sometimes it feels like when people say, "Oh, just let it go, baby." Sometimes that doesn't Comp- feel like. No, when people say like, "You're doing great." Oh. So just let that shit go. Or if they oh, say like, yeah. well, you look good, baby. Let it, let go what other people say. Yeah. And it's I like, it's, it's yeah. meant to, to be sweet, but it's kind of like, but I'm not dealing with the issue. I'm just kind of sweeping it under the rug because you've said that I look good. And then, I, then I'll feel good for a second. And then next week it'll be like, now I feel fat and like shit again. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And the reality and then, is you can feel good or bad at any weight. At any time. And it's okay because I think there's a guilt that comes when you feel bad because you're yeah. like, I know I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Because in our society, we're not taught to show those things. You know what I mean? Yep. We're So it's like I we experience some guilt about even feeling bad. And it's like it's unrealistic for anyone to think that we're just like perfect people. Like... Yeah. We have issues even if we don't talk about it. Like in one of in my training, not one of my trainings, my training today, a gentleman came up to me afterwards. This is about LGBTQ Bill of Rights for um, uh, seniors who are living in long-term care facilities. And it's about inclusion and the fact that they can dress the way they want to dress. Like Bob can wear a dress if he wants to and you can't kick him out. Or, you know, roommate situations or sexual activity, that kind of thing. Um, and gentleman came up to me afterwards and he said to me, you know, I, I hear what you're saying about, you know, signs and symbols of inclusivity, but he said, I feel like if I start putting up like rainbow flags that people are going to be upset and it's going to cause like some strife. And I actually thanked him for saying that because so many people have that fear, but no one wants to be the one to say that. No yeah. one, because we're not supposed to, it's not appropriate. We're just supposed, and it's like, that is real. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And so I thanked him for saying, and of course I had a few comments, but the, the, the reason why I bring that up is that we're not taught that it's okay to say, mm, I don't know about that, or mm, I'm right. struggling. Um, and I feel like it's a gym when we can have moments like this, when we can be honest, we're still fly and we're still very strong people and we're human beings. Right. And we're working it out. We're getting stronger. And I'm excited about what's coming next for both of us. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. It could be anything. Would it, would it, no, I'm saying you said, you said you're excited for what's coming next. And I'm saying it could be anything. Yes. I don't know why you're laughing, but it's just the way you said it. You said it could, yes, it could be. There's like all this. No, no, because I had this, I was trying to think of what Bishop said. 
in her oh, sermon, about- but then I was trying to think of what she said in the Facebook comment when she said um, mm-hmm. that like birth giving could birth be, could be anything. Yes, yes, it could be anything. And so that's what I meant. Like it, it doesn't necessarily have to mean, you know, one thing it could be. It doesn't mean. Yeah. It, it could have to do birth. with your job or, you know, with your kids or with your marriage or yes. with your partner or whatever. Right. It could. Or yeah. within giving just yourself. Like and there's, there's pains. With giving birth, there's labor pains. All of that. It. So, okay. Well, we've, we're going to wrap up this impromptu <laughs> we've been shit session. <laughs> <laughs> Black, queer, and... <laughs> I don't know we don't know what the this. and is today. No, uh, it was like talk. anxiety and... Letting go. Letting go. Parenting. It's and like stuff all of the above. <laughs> was, it was like a smorgasbord of... But it all had to do with... Smorgasbord. Smorgasbord? I board. thought it was Borg. Oh, Borg? I thought oh, it was smorg- Smorgasbord. Okay. There you have it. Yeah. <laughs> so, do you have anything else you want to say? No. I did a lot of talking. You barely did any of it. No, I talked I a lot bad. towards the end. No, I talked so much. So much. Well, right, you know, Shut in up. our relationship, you know. Shut up, Shemian. Now, how do you... Wait a minute. How does this work? You say you talk a lot, and then I'm trying to, like, gently say, well, in our relationship, you know, you can... No, that's some bullshit. And then you tell me to shut You're up. supposed to say... Oh no, you're good, Ray. Okay, let's back up. Great. No, we can't back up. Yes, we can. We can't back up. No, no. Oh, Lorraine, you hardly ever talk. Thank you for sharing your experience. <laughs> Bullshit. Get out of here. Um. So, you don't have anything else you want to say? Do you have any dedications? Yeah, I just want to dedicate this to human beings who are just trying to better themselves. You know what I mean? And who have the courage to be vulnerable, but see the strength in that. It's okay to not know everything. Because mm-hmm. I can't tell you how many trainings I'm in, especially with leaders. They don't want to be vulnerable. They don't want to show anybody that they're learning anything, that they don't know anything. And it's like, come off, you know, come up off of that. Everybody's still learning. And so mm-hmm. it's like, this is a shout out to folks that feel they're courageous enough to be honest about the fact that they're human beings trying to do their best. Nice. That was beautiful. I have a dedication. Yeah. Usually I'd like to dedicate it to like someone queer or... I'm queer. It's not dedicated to you, Shemian. I do want to dedicate this um, partially to Jasmine, who's um, sleeping in (laughs) a bed that is not hers tonight because she can't get up to her loft bed. Yeah. That sounds so spoiled to her loft bed. It's not even that great. It's just a... It's a loft bed. It's a yeah. loft bed. But yeah. it sounded like she can't get up to her loft bed. Oh, yeah. No. It's like we got it from Walmart. And actually, it wasn't we didn't Walmart. even. You was did it? not buy that bed. Oh, no, I didn't. No. That was before my time. That you was and before Tony you. put it together the first time. Me right? and Tony put it together, but who bought it? I think my mom and dad for her. No, they bought her the desk. I okay. bought it for her. I don't know for her birthday. Anyway, because uh, she's grown up and she's a great kid, and um, just because I love her. Yeah. Today she she asked me for if she could get some lemonade, and I said yeah. And then she got up and she was like, you know what? Never mind because 
I can't, I can't carry it back with me. And I said, oh, okay, so you've decided that you're just not going to get it. And then she looked at me and she said, um, Shamian, can you help me bring the lemonade back? It was very sweet. Um, yeah, she has a good... She is. And I want to also dedicate it to, I just got a text, um, and it made me think of my newest baby, baby, niece, Nova. Nova Royce, who was just born on Sunday. Hey, Nova. It's me, Shamian. (laughs) Tell your mom to put you right up to the microphone. It's me. How are you doing? I'll see you very, very soon, Nova. I'm the cute one, remember. What? Um, it just makes me smile. It puts a smile on my face to see new life being brought into this world. And I was able to be a part of Nova's birth. Yeah. Um, or the birth episode. process. <laughs> yeah. With being discreet, of course, we don't want to. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, she listens. They, I don't know if Daryl does, but, and Darryl. he has his own um, podcast called Beer Talk Now. That's right. Beer Talk Now. I don't know if they have a song. Beer. And- yeah. He loves beer. Yeah. He um, knows a lot about it. But my baby, baby cousin, um, she's not super young. That makes me, her sound like she's like teenager or something because I'm all baby, baby cousin. Uh, she's in her 30s. Um, but she just had her first child, and I was able to be a part of um, the home birth or what started off as the home birth. And it was just the most beautiful process of having like all these people, a part of her village, just there sleeping on the floor rubbing her back and, you know, whatever she needed, getting her ice. And there when we had to transfer to the hospital and, like, it was just a beautiful process. And Nova is here now, and I'm just so happy, overjoyed, over, over, overjoyed. And Jasmine is super excited because now she doesn't have to ask every day, like, is Nova here, is Nova here, is Nova here? Um... But I want to dedicate this to her, too, because I see such a great and beautiful future for her. And just this little cutie pop, I wish her all the best years of her life. And Shamian's giving me that face. So, guys, you know what this means. What the hell? God. We're out of here. Fucking Shamian, man. <laughs> Fucking Shamian. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye. What do we call this? What is this again? ASMR. ASMR. Jasmine knows she's. A, what does it do? ASMR. Bye, you guys. <laughs> Bye. Good night or good day, whatever. Bye. Bye.